Are you happy with your life's decisions? Some of them, perhaps, but what about all of them? What if, by changing your thought patterns, you could manifest a magical, mysterious, and inspired life? Welcome to Sacred Haven Living with host Carolyn McGee. Learn from amazing guests who have taken their lives to a whole new level, along with intuitive wisdom from your host. It's time to live the life you've always dreamed about. Now, here is Carolyn McGee. Hello, everyone. Carolyn McGee, your Sacred Haven Living Guide. It is such an honor and a privilege to be back with you again and do some exploring, more exploring in uh, our uh, portal, our magical area of Sacred Haven. And this week, I am so thrilled to have my friend, uh, Helen Terry, with me. Helen is a NIA teacher, master teacher, um, and she also co-owns the Soma Ranch Retreat down in, um, in Texas, and it is an amazing place. So we will learn more about Helen and uh, the dance portal as we move along here. So to start with, um, let's just take a little journey down the magical path and head towards the reflection pool where we always get started. So just move along, explore, feel the wind on your skin, hear the birds, and gather a circle. And whether you are listening to us live or you are listening to us later, the energy is such that we are all here together. And so let's just make a big circle around to make sure there's plenty of room for everybody. And um, if you're comfortable, I invite you to put your hands out and connect the energy with the person next to you. And just feel that whether you want to just put them in the space of somebody or you want to actually hold hands, but feel that energy build as we connect, as we create our virtual circle. And let's take three breaths to pull our energy together. So in through our nose for one. And exhale out your mouth. And two. And three. Beautiful. And can you feel how you can actually sense the energy of the person next to you? And maybe the person across the circle from you, how that energy of connection really proves that we are all one. We are not separate. So let's go do some healing. Oh, actually, before we do that, I invite you to look in the reflection pool and put in a thought or a concept or an answer, a question, something that you're looking for. We are going to be talking about dance and movement and the connection of music with our bodies and healing. It's going to be a really fun, juicy topic. So what do you have that you'd like to know about that? Put that thought in there. Perhaps you have a little bit of resistance to moving your body. Put that intention in the pool and we'll collect it on our way out. So, Helen, I am so excited to spend time with you. How are you? I'm great, thanks. And thanks for asking me. It's lovely to be connected here. 
Yeah, this is so much fun. And uh, I love your, your other space that you had in Houston and can't wait to come visit you at Soma Ranch. It'll be an amazing, amazing experience. Always fun. So uh, we are going to go a little bit, you know, for a walk to see, to find this healing dance portal. And do you have like an intuitive nudge of if we should like, Go north, south, east, west. What what are you what are you sensing? What are you noticing here? I think the interesting thing about being on the dance is it's like there are so many ways to do a cha-cha-cha. There are so many mm-hmm. with dance, it's right. Really about intention of any direction. I mm. personally love sunshine and I love seeing the sun behind you. And I associate the sun with south. So if we're going to be creative, I'd say let's go south. Okay, let's go find that portal. And it's always best to follow our intuition, right? Put all those pieces together. So let's just head off in the direction of that beautiful south sun. And, um, you know, for... The, the portals, they, they manifest themselves. They just create and appear, and they're different for everyone. And that's what's so amazing about this beautiful sacred haven space is that everybody gets to have their own experience, their own healing joy. Um, you know, for me with dance, I am actually seeing um, a traditional ballerina, which is funny because I never did ballet. But um, I always loved music boxes as a child. And I remember, you know, doing the hand on the head and twirling and just having just the, the, the joy of pretending and being magical because I always thought that ballerinas were magic. So that's what I am seeing. What are you seeing for this portal? Um, for me, I'm seeing the medium of dance of how we can feel things in our heart mm. and be able to express what we feel on the inside in a physical way that can touch us, but also help us connect with other people around us. Beautiful. And did you see how the doors are opening just as we speak it into, <laughs> into words? So let's walk through that that door. And, you know, again, for me, I'm envisioning, you know, a grand hall where I'm walking in and, um, you know, whatever you're seeing, but to those of you listening, you know, just come along in and join us and, um, you know, find a place to sit down and get cozy so that we can have a great conversation about movement or stand if that works better for you and you need a little bit of space to move, um, you know, whatever makes you happy, Right. Good. So, Helen, you, uh, you've been pretty much been in the movement field for decades, right? How did you get started in all of this? Yeah, um, I started with music. Um, I'm a music school dropout. <laughs> and um, so, music was my love um, through school. And then sports was my love physically. But the two didn't really come together. When I was at school, I actually didn't feel very coordinated. I didn't take dance classes. But now as I teach Nia as a profession and helping people find the dancer inside of them, I think not naturally being a dancer as a child, in fact, not having a formal training, is one of my superpowers. Mm. I, you know, I had that headspace of thinking, oh, I'm uncoordinated, or I don't look like a pretty ballerina, 
or um, you know, maybe I'm not good enough. Might have been a pattern when I looked at doing dance. And so there was this separation between my love for music and my love for moving the human body. And then as an adult, um, probably around really 1992 is when I started to find out about Nia technique. And then I've been teaching for 28 years now. So, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And, you know, I love that, you know, that you didn't fit into the, tr- you didn't feel like that you fit into that because, you know, I have never been a real good rule follower for, you know, team sports or, you know, line dancing or anything like that. I've always liked to do it my own way. And I think that's one of the reasons that I love the Nia so much when I was introduced to it through you was you guide us and you give us examples or you give us suggestions, but we're still following our own heart. We're following our soul. And, you know, I'd love for you to explain um, to people who aren't familiar with Neo exactly what it is. Yeah. So what you're describing there, Carolyn, is one of the concepts of near is we call the body's way and then your body's way. Mm. And the body's way is the science of the body. So Nia draws from the wisdom of martial arts, dance arts, and healing arts to be looking at an ideal. It's not a destination. The body's way is an ideal that's a great direction to be moving towards. And then honoring everybody has their own personal way of moving, feeling, thinking, which we call your body's way. And so every day you come into the dance, we want an experience where you can feel comfortable moving according to the current design and function of your body. So near is that balance between form and freedom and also the science ideal of the body's way. And everybody is coming in right where they're at. And then Nia can meet your physical, mental, emotional, and even unique spirit needs through that safe container that wants everybody in the room to feel satisfied and successful. Yeah. And, you know, that was one of the things that was so powerful for me was there, you know, there was um, such, you know, the kind of like, Get yoga classes that I've taken. There's a modification for that. There's a suggestion for this. There's a reason or a way to up level. Um, you know, if you're if you're an expert and you're you're you know you're conditioned, so you want to do that. And then there's a way to be gentle with yourself and connect in with the sound. You know, for me, sound is. Sound is so powerful. You know, I connect with sound on a very visceral level, whether it's the sound of music going through the trees or hearing the birds, or it's the vibration of the heater underneath my house. You know, there's a, there's a frequency that's involved with it. And that's what I just love about this permission, giving permission to be us and follow our own inner muse, so to speak. Yeah, in yoga, there's a beautiful thing called Nada Brahma. And Nada Brahma means everything is sound. And Carolyn, what you're describing there is if it is true that everything is sound, what we're really saying is everything is vibration. But when we tap into that Nada Brahma concept, 
then yes, that delight of hearing the birds sing, sensing the vibration inside of our body, mm-hmm. being aware of the vibration of our hearts, um, our thoughts, our feelings, we really do become one with vibration inside and outside of us. So you're right on with what you're describing. I think that that's the thing of, of truly being human and feeling alive is feeling part of all these vibrations that are happening. And music is a fantastic vibration that can bring all of that together and invite everybody into the dance. Yeah. And I, I, I've always been a seat dancer. Like I don't do well sitting, you know, so I'm driving and I'm kind of you know, this well, you know, and it's some of it's like Alan Davidson's sense and center, right? I would intuitively be moving my body to get myself in alignment um, and what I've learned over the years, like being in a conference, I was just in a retreat for three days and I would find myself sitting here moving to my own inner music of what does my body need in this moment? Do I need to kind of stretch out my back a little bit? Do I need to, you know, protect my heart a little bit? Cause I'm not, you know, it's people I don't really know, or do I need to open up and be more <laughs> authentic and, you know, allow people into my space. So there was this um, now I've got awareness, but you know, in years past, it was truly um, unconscious. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even going to say it was subconscious. I had no awareness that would move my body um, until my daughter said something to me. She's like, "Mom, you act mummy," because she was really little. Um, you move your body like I do, and she rocks. She self soothes, and you know, so there's that motion to her own inner energy. Um, and I realize that I do it in my in my version of things too. So yeah, it's just really powerful to be able to do that. Yeah, that's beautiful. And how lovely that your daughter could witness in that that in you mm-hmm. and share it. You know, in some ways we're born with this innate connection with our bodies and with music and vibration. And and sometimes life and getting, you know too many things happening or being in our head can pull us away from the way we were designed to be moving. But what you're describing there too is in near we have this thing called um, CPT, Conscious Personal Trainer. And in some mm. ways your daughter was providing that trigger for you to realize to be able to shift from unconscious to conscious of how we're moving our body and what our body's way is. And and that's really the wonderful way in. And then from conscious personal trainer, we can then play with what we call dancing through life. So we can go to a near class and for that hour long experience, we can be listening to the music, dancing to the music, connecting with like-minded people, whether it's in person in a studio or now, it's wonderful how around the world through Zoom, we can all feel that connection with music and movement. But the great thing is, is if we step out of that near class, it's like now, you know, we're going on this walk together and mm-hmm. dancing through life, you know, through our yeah. imagination and our rhythm and everything else. And so then not only do we as people feel we're connected to one, but then the experience feels like one. So I don't separate. This is my dance class. I do one, two, three times a week. And then this is life. 
like you said, in the car driving, or like we're going for our walk on our meditation now. It's all part of dancing through life where mm -hmm. everything that I'm doing feels as pleasurable as dancing. And why not? It is that pleasurable when we choose that from our mind. Yeah, that's so powerful. And, and I think it's, it's the language that we choose too. You know, I've found that um, you know, you have that thing where you, your two people are going the opposite direction in the aisle and you kind of do the which direction are you going to go. And I always joke and I say, oh, look at that, we're dancing. And then I kind of move, you know, it, so it it lightens the intensity of the thing. And plus, it just reminds me to be joyful and kind of lighthearted about everything. But it, it goes back to what brings me joy. Dancing and movement bring me brings me joy. So how can I kind of incorporate that in in everything that I do? Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. One of the personalities of Nir is Aikido. And when you were sharing that example of being in the grocery store, it's this whole thing of how energy follows attention. And mm. so when you see this other person coming towards you in the grocery store, you know, we all have choice. And how you say, oh, I choose to say this and let's dance and let's be part of this joy. It's like, and then energy follows that intention, that choice that you make so that you either make a new friend or have a giggle as you tango past that person in the shopping line. Um, it's a beautiful example, yeah, of how that everything can feel like a dance. Everything can, yeah. And, you know, I, my, when my kids were, when my kids were younger, they used to, um, I'd start dancing in the kitchen, you know, and they're like, mom, you're so embarrassing. I'm like, we're in the, we're in the kitchen. Nobody can see us. It's just you and me. Come on, dance with me. And it helped, I think, them get over that teenage awkwardness of being so self-conscious because I mean, it's, it's my daughter, my son, and me, really. Nobody else can see us and you can practice. You know, you want to, you want me to pretend I'm the girl and you can dance with me and, you know, get through that awkward, what, you know, what do I do with my hands? And, uh, you know, or I don't know, it's just all of it. And, um, and of course they wouldn't practice together. So, you know, I would dance with them and we just have so much fun and a lot of giggles, you know, a lot of times it ended up in hysterical laughter because, you know, some song would come on that they liked that I didn't like or vice versa you know, they're like, oh, this one's mom's song. And they leave and then they come back. You know, it, it, it was just, it was fun. And it, it brought us together as a family, just that spontaneous, um, you know, exor exercise, really, because that's what it is. We're moving our bodies, but we're doing it in such a fun way. Yeah, that's so good. Um, I find it funny, you know, through my, my daughter, who's now 26, she too is weaved in and out and danced in and out with her mum doing this crazy thing as a profession called Nia. Mm. And it's interesting how kids sometimes are fully on board and other times l laughing at us or laughing with us. <laughs> but I think it's a really great thing for, uh, for us as parents to no matter what, keep our inner child um, and to listen to music and to dance and not always to be serious as parents. Um, I think that that's one way of really encouraging the next generation to really be 
you know, happy about dancing is not only what we say, but what we do. And if I'm a parent who sings and dances and has joy and in inviting my children into that special world, um, it's amazing what magic can happen. I have it's so funny. We used to do a thing when my daughter was a teenager called the Terry Family 1147. <laughs> and what it was is my husband and me and my daughter, we all had our phones on an alarm that would go off at 1147. And the game was, wherever you are, whoever you're with, can you do a minute of dancing and laughing? And, and we did it for over a year. Um, and when my dog was at the house, she would like bark and join in. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I might just have to borrow that. That's great. What a fun thing. And I think it helps it just in general, it like takes away the self-consciousness. You know, I, there's so many people like I love music and I love live music. So I love going to listening to bands and, you know, I'll be the first one who's out there just because why not? I mean, what, why, why would I sit <laughs> when I could be moving my body in and, you know, having fun? Um, and the people who I don't dance, you know, I, I always, it kind of hurts my heart a little bit yeah. that, you know, that they're, ho- that they're holding that back or they don't have that joy or their, the, the confidence to, to, to just be in the moment right? That's truly being in the moment, being present. Yeah. The good news now is these days, there are so many more programs that I think are orientated to, for everybody to find their way of dancing. I think more Mm. than ever. Um, So, for people to feel more comfortable about how they move, they've got more choices. And now with us being able to do things in person, online, and hybrid, where there's classes in person and people online, that never before have there been so many choices that are really catered for everybody to find that way of feeling comfortable, feeling comfortable in their bodies. And like you said at the beginning, when we were what I call creating space, you sent... Feel how you can sense the connection is what you said in your language. And for me, that's, that's really the door to practicing self-love as well as self-awareness. And that is the ability to pay attention to sensation, to connect with the language of our body, the way our body speaks to mm. us through sensation. And that really is like, a, like here, that, that is a, the portal as far as I'm concerned. That's the way in to truly sensing our body, falling in love with our body, and staying in love with our body. Then the dance is so easy, listening and dancing to music once we've got to that place of feeling comfortable, living in skin, as I say. Yeah, and I think there's so much power in that because a lot of people, you know, there's still a lot of body consciousness and, you know, the... the um, you know, the magazines and the media. And uh, I think even some, to a certain extent, some of the the health world, it, you know, it's, it's not encouraging good body awareness and, and loving the body that we have. You know, I always talk about it as our temple. <laughs> you, know, you talk about it as, you know, the skin that we live in. And for me, it's the temple that holds my spirit. And if I don't honor that, if I don't love that, then how can my spirit really shine out? 
And so, you know, moving whatever body I'm in in the moment, <laughs> then, you know, that's a good thing. You know, it's yeah. like, like Alan used to say, right? It's a great day to live in a body. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. And mm-hmm. that's really linking with the truth is the body doesn't lie. Yeah, yeah, the body never lies. And also, the body always has our best interest in mind. I get fascinated with realizing 24-7, since before we were born, each of us, our body has been solely dedicated and devoted to one soul thing, and that is us. Yeah, and when we can realize, wow, I don't have any other relationship in this life that I'm experiencing. I can't think of any other person who has been there for me 24-7, every day, every moment of my life. And then the idea of practicing being in relationship with our body is, well, Wherever I go, there's my body. Like you said, there's my temple. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I can practice being in relationship with my body no matter where I go. And all I need to do is choose to pay attention to sensation. And particularly, being okay about tapping into the sensations that are pleasurable. How often in life do we only really listen to our body when he, she, they is communicating to us in pain, yeah, and then we recognize the pain, and and we just want to we want to feel better. Um, but what about the flip side? What about all the other moments where we are actually receiving so many pleasurable messages from our body, who loves us and simply wants us to to pay attention enough to be able to notice the, how to make ordinary moments really extraordinary simply mm. by paying attention to to our skin our bones our soft connective tissue what is real and true and available to us at all times yeah yeah and really focusing on that i love that just focus on the positives you know that that falls into gratitude which is another big bucket for me that I, that I love and, you know, honoring what's working rather than focusing on what's not working. And, you know, it is easy, especially when it comes to the physical body and some certain sensations, because when we feel good, we almost take it for granted. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. In NEAR, we actually have a thing called um, body gratitude. It's part of a, Ooh. we have this thing called the seven minute workout, also taking care of your body workout. And it starts off with just standing or walking around your room and noticing what you notice, like anything that feels tight or blocked or rigid. And it's first of all to notice what is true in our body. So it could be I've got a slight discomfort in my neck, I've got some moderate tightness in my lower back. But again, like you said, vibration, like saying out loud, giving communication to our body of noticing these little things that don't feel quite right. And then we have these movements that we go through. It's actually what we do from being an infant to a walking human. So you've got that embryonic cooking on four sides, creeping, crawling, standing, and walking. And after those five minutes, walking around the room again and noticing in five minutes what feels better. And we define Mm. healing as 
feeling better. So when I notice what feels better, I'm actually recognizing, acknowledging, acknowledging healing. And then at the very end, we give body gratitude. So that's to walk around the room and maybe I feel warmer. And I'll just say, thank you, body, I feel warmer. And maybe that slight pain in the neck that I had, I can walk around and say, thank you, body, my neck feels a little better. Maybe that tightness in my back is a little looser. And I can say, thank you, body, my back feels looser. And this is just very simple um, listening to our body and communicating what we notice, moving gently, and then actually this whole thing of saying out loud to our body with gratitude. And it's amazing how simply doing that five minutes a day can truly help people feel better. And like you say, focus on the miracles of, I was in pain and now I'm not. I didn't used to notice this pleasure and now I do. And this Oh, that sounds great. And let's, we're heading up to a break here. So let's talk more about gratitude and body movement and gratitude for our body in general when we get back after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Follow the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Twitter. You already know we're full of great ideas, and our hosts have plenty to say. We want to hear from you, too. Be sure to follow us at VA Empowerment and come back every day to see what's next. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Sacred Haven Living. Want to find out more about Carolyn McGee and our program? Visit CarolynMcGee.com That's C-A-R-O-L-Y-N M-C-G-E-E dot com. Now, back to Sacred Haven Living. Hello, everyone. Carolyn McGee. Welcome back to Sacred Haven Living. And I am here with Helen Terry. We are talking about moving our bodies and being in joy and, um, you know, we were talking right before the break about acknowledging uh, 
the pain or acknowledging the discomfort, whatever it is in your body and, you know, how we can kind of move through that into gratitude. And I think gratitude is such a powerful subject. It's really um, acknowledging what's working and you, how would you explain that, you know, using the dance that you do? How would I use gratitude? Oh. Yeah. How would you use gratitude and kind of focus on what you want more of rather than, you know, what's not working? You know, in some ways, it's like life and relationships with people. Often when we want healing and we want to feel better, start the conversation. Without the conversation, we're bankrupt, in my opinion, yeah. yeah. And, and so, if I want to have a deeper, more loving relationship with my body, where I feel that we're in a partnership, where I can mm-hmm. say, I love my body, I love my life, then I need to start the conversation. My body is communicating to me every moment of the day. My body is communicating pain and pleasure. But it's for, and it's really my body is there waiting for me to initiate that. So, you know, starting a conversation. If we were, you know, if I'm going for a walk, it might be saying, "Oh, hi, body. I notice I have a slight tension here. Hey, body. You know, calling body by its, her, his, theys um, pronoun, whichever you prefer. So I think of my body as as female. And so I'll be sharing with her, you know, hey, body, I noticed this. Hey, body, I noticed that. And it's a language where I'm not saying, hey, body, fix this for me. It's start the conversation. Just let your body know that you're noticing. And I think that enough draws the attention and the beginning of healing and feeling better. And then the other side is when something feels better, to truly give thanks where thanks is due, to give gratitude. And again, calling my body by name. Thank you, body. I feel looser now. Oh, thank you, body. I don't have that pain in the neck I had yesterday. Thank you, body. I love my hips. Yes, it could also be body image as well as what Mm. is actually feeling better. And they are the steps towards really, just like any relationship, if I have a flourishing relationship, we talk to each other, we share gratitude. (laughs) And at the beginning, we might not feel like practicing gratitude, but follow the research, yeah? Science shows people who practice gratitude on a regular basis are healthier, happy people. They're more healthy and happier than people who don't practice gratitude. So why not practice at home in our body saying thank you? Yeah, I think it can be very powerful and healing. Yeah, and I've noticed in my own body journey, because, you know, going through menopause, I went through a body shift (laughs) from when, uh, you know, previous to that. And um I noticed that the more negative I was about my body, the bigger that area became because, <laughs> you know, I had, <laughs> I had had some weight gain. Right. And, um, and I, and I didn't want to move the way I love to move. And it became this cycle of, you know, I'll, I'll use my hips because that was one of the ones that I had a little bit of a challenge with. And then I noticed that they started becoming a little bit stiffer, you know, it was, so it was like this rolling thing of, 
I'm not happy with the body responding almost as if it's sad. So it became more stuck. And then I didn't want to move so that the cycle continued. And as I, you know, really learned about movement, you know, during the break, you and I chatted about um, my first experience with with Nia and um, actually it was with you at one of the (laughs) Alan's retreats. Um, And I was kind of in that energy when I first uh, experienced Nia and, and I love to like just dance to music, but as far as allowing music as a healing tool or, you know, following my own consciously following my own music, because, you know, like I said, I unconsciously did it. um, That, was like a light bulb moment for me. It was really powerful in that, oh, look, you know, I I could step into gratitude of, wow, you know, I can move around this, this room and I can feel comfortable in this group. And, you know, my body is allowing me to do these things. And some of the stretching that you did too, or the movements of, you know, from, from the ground up Mm -hmm. reminded me that, you know, I used to do gymnastics as a kid and I can still do, I've got, I'm a very flexible person and yay me. So it was like the gratitude and the awareness of what I still had versus the focus of what I didn't want. And as I loved my body more, I got my body back more. (laughs) It was beautiful. Yeah, it's really interesting. Sometimes I think we can look at how we talk to our body, and like externally, yeah, we can we can say bullying is you know a really bad thing. Yeah. We want to stop bullying in schools. We want to teach children to not be bullies on the playground, and then in the privacy of our own brain, how often with our talk are we actually bullying our bodies? And if we yeah. truly want to be the change we want to. See, see it start at home can I notice what I tell myself or can I notice what I tell my body that really isn't true or if you know it might be how I feel in the moment but it's like a little compassion here yeah the body is giving me the gift of transport every Mm -hmm. day the body is giving me you know so many gifts every day and so shifting my perception from those thought patterns that really are bullying my body into okay now what can I say that's loving if I want to see love and harmony and peace in my family my community and my world then let's start at home and practice that um, with how I talk to my precious body that only wants the best for me every day. Absolutely. And, the, you know, and our body does so much for us, right? I mean, it houses yeah. our spirit and t- gives us the, you know, the sensations, the processes, the emotions that help us heal and expand and have more awareness, you know, just listening and, you know, really nourishing our body with the good food and the water and the movement. You know, I think a lot of people miss the movement piece. You know, you, yeah. I, I hear a lot about, you know, to get lots of rest, drink lots of water, to, you know, watch what you take in, but they forget even the gentle movement, the joyful movement that really makes, I think, such a huge difference. Yeah, since 1983, the tagline of Nia is, through movement, we find health. Mm. And 
I think that's really a truth statement for everything. If we look at life, the only thing in life that is constant is change, which means life is always in movement. And when we can connect with that truth of we are all moving, we are all transforming every day, so get on that beautiful ride and move our body. Yeah, it's through this movement we find health. Stillness, you know, is an illusion. Movement is the truth. And and so on and off the dance floor, when we embrace that movement, um, it's amazing how things can move. And like you said, yeah, the, the body being the vessel for our thoughts, our feelings, and our spirit. I mean, really, yeah, the body is a department of transportation. <laughs> yeah. the, the body is our housing. Yeah, the body mm-hmm. feeds us, you know, an ability to be fed. All our basic needs are happening within our body. And there's that connection of I am healing through my body. Yeah, yeah. There's it's it's really amazing, and 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 you know our bodies are how we take action. You know our bodies are how we create. You know we're all these spiritual beings having this experience in our physical bodies. But if if we don't allow that energy or that thought, that concept, that download, whatever languaging you'd like to use to move through our bodies so that we can speak it through our bodies so that we can walk it or, you know, create it or write it or move it or create a business. You know, you and I chatted about businesses and, you know, it's like, it's the action. We need our physical bodies in order to be able to, to, to manifest. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it's beautiful how dance is something that can help us connect holistically for ourselves, but also how we can connect with other people, which is another, I think, need of being a human, yeah, is to feel that we can be honored for who we are individually and simultaneously feel the joy of what it's like to have a shared collective experience with a group of people who are all different yet aligning, yeah. There's, there's this phrase, yeah, 10 horses aligned can do the work of a thousand. And I think there can be these almost euphoric moments in dance when we are given enough freedom that we can be moving our body's way, but yet the music is playing and we all get into the same rhythm, we're connecting with the melody, we're harmonizing in our bodies and also as a group of people. And it can be like, wow, we really are connected and we're moving together and so much joy in that experience. Yeah, there is. And, you know, it's like the energy collection that we did at, at, at the circle in the beginning. You know, you can sense that um, around us in the frequency around us. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's really powerful. So, um, you were talking about, or I was talking during the break, for those of you who were not on Facebook with us, um, about one of my favorite places to go when I'm in Houston is Nia Moves with, that you um, started because there's a beautiful mirror of, um, of an angel and angel wings. And I just yeah. love going there. So, you know, talk about a little bit about your, your creation because you, you created that and then moved into your next, into the ranch. So yeah, tell yeah. us that story. 
Uh, I started teaching near at the downtown Houston YMCA, and that's actually where I met Alan Davidson, who's the connection. That's how mm -hmm. I got to meet you. And Alan would be um, coming out of the yoga class before me, and he'd see all these fun people coming into the near class, and he'd hang around to check it out, and soon he stepped into the near class. So... I started teaching uh, at a facility and then I was subleasing and then I had my own studio and then one of my teachers, Christy Bryant, approached me and asked if I would go into partnership with her and it's the first time I've shared a business and it was a wonderful gift to be able to share and to look at how we could collaborate together to, to make Nia Moves a full-on independent studio with a, a vibrant community. So then along the way, there was this artist called Lorena McKinnett, who's a Canadian, beautiful singer. Um, I highly recommend people check her out. Um, she's really wonderful at wanting to keep Celtic music alive. And so she researches old Celtic songs and brings life to them. And Lorena McKinnett was going to be performing one night only at the Jones Hall in Houston. So I had this dream, had this dream that we got to dance to this Mask in the Mirror album, which is by Lorena McKinnett, at the front foyer of the Jones Hall. Well, first of all, when I called the lady and I said, we want to do this, she was like, no one comes in the door without a ticket. So with my American Express card, I bought 50 tickets so that we could do near dancing in the foyer by the red carpet as people were coming into this live concert. And it went so well, they asked us to do the dance again in the intermission, and it went so well, they asked us at the end of the concert to do a couple more songs. There was a girl at that concert who had never heard of Nia. She'd come for the music and she was with her husband and she was looking from one of the high balconies and she looked down and she saw us dancing and she just heard the music, saw the movement, felt magnetic attraction, mm. came down all the stairs with her fancy dress on and said, can I dance with you? So she danced with us that night and I gave her my card and invited her to come to a class and so she started coming to classes, and in the NIA training, we have a belt system. So the white belt is the seven-day course, and she took that pretty quickly. And, and then she came back and did the next level, which was the blue belt. And then I didn't hear from her. Her name's Angela, and I didn't hear from her for maybe five or six years. Fast forward, Christy, my business partner, and I had a conversation, and in this one conversation it became evident that we needed to sell the business and sell the property. She was going to move to Austin and I was going to focus here in Montgomery, Texas with Soma Ranch. And our community had built and um, we were like, we need to tell everybody at the Saturday morning class. So I go to teach my Saturday morning class and in that class was Angela, who I hadn't seen in five to six years and we announced to our community, you know, we're selling the building and we're selling the business. Our hope is that there'll be someone that will want to buy the near business and the property and keep the studio going. And Angela came up after class and said, let's go for coffee. And Angela is now the present owner of the Near Moves studio. 
And for me, it's a wonderful dance. I did my best to shorten the beautiful story. <laughs> But the weave is that calling when we listen to the opportunities, the doors opening, the vibration, the sound. You know, Angela was there. She could be on the balcony. She could have thought, oh, I'm not dressed for this, or I don't know how right. to do the moves, or they seem to know what they're doing. I don't think I can dance. There's so many other thoughts that could have pulled her away from the dance. But Angela saw that attraction and came and had an experience. And um, I think that's really one of the main things I find with Nier is that thing of an attraction. Yeah, if somebody hears something that's fascinating, if you hear music and you want to move, move. Yeah. If you move and you feel like you want to feel, feel. If you're feeling and you feel you want to express it, express it. If you'd like to add some voice with that expression, express with your voice, you know, and let the dance unfold. Yeah. So that's the owner of Nia Moves Now, Angela. That is so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And it's, I think they're, that, that progression and that allowing of, um, of the beauty to unfold and, and trusting, you know, the, the divinity of it all, you know, the intuition of, I want to join this. And then I get involved and then I wait for my own timing, but I come back when I feel called mm -hmm. to be able to create something. And, you know, that's like voices when they come together, right? You know, you've got yes. different types of singers and they come in and you've got different types of dance that, you know, one of the things I love about Nia is the The, in the, the, when we all come together and we walk around and we look in each other's eyes and it's, <laughs> it's so healing and it's so beautiful because we see the divinity in the other person. And then we get to go off and be ourselves, you know, and be ourselves, dance ourselves again, you know? Yeah. So there's that, that beautiful, beautiful flow. Um, so Helen, this has been so amazing. We, I want to uh, tell everybody a little bit more about you, Helen Terry. Um, So spend time around Helen and you'll learn something. You'll receive inspiration and garner support for your dreams and desires. I think everybody's already experienced that. <laughs> um, Helen has been helping people love their bodies and lives through NIA techniques since 1993. As one of the top lead international NIA teacher trainers, Helen travels the world offering classes, special events, and trainings. Helen has a special and very effective way of catering to the unique needs of each individual. And I guarantee that <laughs> I've experienced it. She helps people, folks feel great giving them the skills they need. Recognized by Origins Magazine as a top inspirer in Texas, Helen is a multi-talented with magical formula. She combines experience and knowledge with determination and faith to consciously create and bring ideas to life. Um, and you can, um, if you look on the bio, you can find um, Helen at uh, Soma Ranch. And please do reach out to her. Um, maybe you can take a Nia class online. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. So it is time for us to step out of the portal. And, you know, I always invite people to kind of shake it off a little bit, right? We've been <laughs> standing there, or maybe you were sitting and listening in a comfortable space, but whatever it is, kind of move yourself, 
center yourself back into this energy we're moving in and we're going to walk out of the portal and allow it to close back down and head ourselves back uh, towards the reflection pool. So we're just going to wander along and see what we see along our way. Um, oh, look at that. I'm noticing off to the side, there is the emotional mastery portal. That's coming next week with Eileen Dillon. We are going to be talking about emotions and making friends with your emotions and recognizing the power of your emotions and how that can help you be happier and live your life more fulfilled. So that is going to be exciting. So let's just continue to walk along our way, noticing what you notice, perhaps gathering your thoughts a little bit, and let's stand around the reflection pool again. And I'm going to invite you to stand next to an energy that you did not stand next to on our way in. Just expand your energy, expand your connection, feel a little brave. And put your hands out again. Make a new friend. Expend your energy. Yeah, that's right. And before we close our circle, I invite you to look into the reflection pool again. What is the answer that's waiting for you to that question that you asked on the way in? Is there something that is clearer for you Are you being invited to move your body in a different way, to love your body in a different way, to look, maybe even just look in the mirror and say, I love you. One of my favorite things is to look myself in my eyes and see thy soul and put my hands on my heart and just say, I love you. And feel that energy as I connect with my own soul. So what, what's the message for you in that beautiful reflection pool? And just take a moment to really feel it and receive it. And when that feels complete to you, then yeah, let's hold hands and express gratitude for all the information that we've gotten today, for the fun, for the joy, for the movement. Perhaps, perhaps it's a different perspective. You know, one of um, my dog's favorite ways of letting me know that he's not quite sure what I'm talking about is he cocks his head about five degrees. It's a change in perspective. And I'm hoping that today that you all got a change in perspective on loving your body and moving your body and how you can connect using this temple or this skin that we live in, as Helen said. So, Helen, thank you so much for being with me. This was such a was such a pleasure. Oh, thank you, such a pleasure. I appreciate you asking me and have the opportunity. Every time I meet with you, it's lovely getting to know you a little bit more, and I really appreciate your heart and what you bring. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Right, everybody, this is it. We are closing our circle and we're going to start heading back down the path out of Sacred Haven and we will be back again next week. 
I I invite you to visit again, visit often. You can even go back to another portal that we've already explored because each time you enter Sacred Haven, you are entering from a higher vibration, from a higher place, from a more healed place. So thank you so much and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for tuning in this week to Sacred Haven Living. Please join Carolyn McGee again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Next week, more on creating your better life.